Hello and welcome to the Adam Rabbit Galaxy podcast, where we combine crystals, manifestation, and mindset work. I'm your host, Ashley, creator of the best-selling Etsy shop, Adam Rabbit, crystal enthusiast, and professional hype girl. I'm so happy your intuition led you here today. Now let's dive in. Is this thing on? Okay. Hi, guys. It's been about six months since the last episode, but I'm feeling really excited about jumping back into the podcast, and we'll see how long it lasts. If you have followed me for any amount of time, you may have noticed that I have many different passions within Adam Rabbit, and I want to keep everything that I'm doing authentic and creative. So when it feels right, I do it. And when it doesn't, I move on to something else, which is also why it has taken me so long to finish that clear quartz cow skull or publish another YouTube video. I haven't recorded an episode like this before, but I felt really inspired to after talking to my friend Dustin. We actually used to call him Oompa when we were kids, and he's not a little person. That would be really mean if he was. He's just like a little bit on the shorter side, and I don't know, like dumb neighborhood boys when we were 12. They would call him Oompa, so that has just kind of stuck for the last 20 plus years. Anyway, he has a really successful trash business. He has trucks and residential routes all over Colorado, huge dumpsters that you can rent like in an episode of Hoarders. Obviously, I don't know the full complexity of everything going on within his business, nor am I a customer, but I do have a deep appreciation for anyone taking a need or something they are passionate about and turning it into a business. And if you are in Colorado Springs and need some trash services, SoCo Waste can help you out. Obviously, Obviously, this isn't sponsored, and I haven't even told Dustin, that's his actual name, by the way, that I'm recording this episode, but tell him Adam Rabbit sent you. So even though our businesses are completely different. I love any opportunity he and I have to talk shop, bounce ideas off each other, and just share business woes and encouragement, which gave me the idea to pull back the curtain a little bit with my own business. I'm not pulling it back all the way. I'll never do an interview in my studio, and I only invite a very select few people into my garage and living room where all the magic happens. I'm just like private in that regard, but I will share on the podcast a peek into what's currently happening at Adam Rabbit. Lately, Joe and I have been really focused on our in-person events. Sales are always slower in the summer, even online, but this summer has been a little scary. I get freaked out every summer even on our best years. So I know this is a personal issue, a scarcity mindset, and of course, a fear around money or a fear I have of not being worthy. That's the thing about business. It's kind of like dating. It brings all of your fears and insecurities to the forefront of your mind. A few years ago, it may have even been during our best year ever, our bills were paid. Neither of us had any debt. Our savings accounts felt really healthy. The supplies were really good, but I was still freaked out and suffering from imposter syndrome where I had this fear that one day I would wake up and it's just all over. There's no sales. Everyone hates me. Everyone hates crystals. So during this like panic stricken state, I applied and actually took a job paying minimum wage at a Halloween store. And there's no shame in the game. Do what you got to do, even if that's like a side quest or not your ideal place of 
employment. I've been working since I was 16. So there's no shame in doing jobs that you don't absolutely love. But I took this job from a place of fear and feeling like I wasn't worthy of continuing to be self-employed for another year, not from a place of necessity. And working at this Halloween store, although I really do love Halloween, would just completely suck my valuable time and energy away from what is actually working, which was Adam Rabbit. I ended up letting them know I wouldn't be able to do the job after all, and I'd be back for some fake blood and some fangs in a few weeks. I'm just kidding. I said something professional when I came to my senses. Of course, that's awkward. I don't like letting people down. I feel like your word and sticking to your word is very important. But I came to my senses. I knew that working at a minimum wage job isn't going to provide me with the security and the safety that I felt I was lacking. I had to do the inner work and figure something else out. So with the summer slump, I've been really focused on my mindset work and inner healing, which for me looks like spending more time journaling, not beating myself up, And if I do find the need to scroll indeed in the middle of the night, I limit myself to just five job pages. If I can't find my dream job in five pages, then I'm sticking with Adam Rabbit. No more Halloween temporary jobs. There was also this time um, when I got hired to work at a corn maze and a haunted house. So you can see this is kind of a theme for me. I freak out at the end of summer instead of having faith that the end of the year will make up for the slow season and I start applying for jobs that I shouldn't be. Because ads just aren't what they used to be 10 years ago when I first started learning about SEO and Etsy and the Instagram algorithm, it feels like an impossible video game level at this point. I've been more focused on our in-person events. And for the first time in like eight years, I'm going to branch out and do some events this fall by myself, which is so hard to do because I love seeing all of the vendors eating really good food off a truck at 10 a.m. making videos. But I know this is necessary and I do need to challenge myself to set up my own booth again like I used to, stay confined in my little 10 by 5 space and really put myself out there again. I applied for a few larger events in Phoenix this fall, so I'm just anxiously waiting to see if I'm approved, and then Joe and I will start designing my own booth. So we'll have a larger setup that he will use at his shows, and then I'll have a smaller one that will fit into my car for me. I'm a little bit nervous that we won't be able to pull it all together while balancing the orders and the shows that we currently have, and we both have been working for our local nonprofit arts district in Phoenix, which has been really fun and rewarding, but it's a lot of work. We love it, but it's just a lot on both of our plates. And I'm ready to pile some more on because I'm feeling really inspired this Virgo season to push myself. Lately, I've also been adding more pieces on Etsy. I've noticed that shoppers really like being able to see and select the exact crystals they will receive, which has been an adjustment. Since all of our pieces are slightly different, each crystal is unique. I typically just say in the listing, you'll receive a pair of earrings similar to the photo above, but I feel like shopping behavior online has really changed. People are much more discerning. Everyone has been scammed or disappointed at least a few times while shopping online every year. And even though like 
Online shopping is more common and accessible. I even ordered glue sticks off Amazon the other day. Um, thank you, Jeffrey Bezos. But with all of this accessibility, it makes shopping online not as fun and exciting as it was 10 years ago. People want more photos, more examples, cheaper, faster. And that's just the name of the game. And don't even get me started on Wish or DHgate or Timu, I think is the newest one. That's a whole other podcast series I'll save for another time. But I have been trying to implement some tools weeks here and there to stay current and to stay relevant. Speaking of relevancy, I've been leaning more into TikTok trends and having fun with them as well. At first, it felt really cringy and like I was trying too hard to be 20, but it's all about balance and finding what works. I hate the word vulnerable because it reminds me of trying to sit through an episode of The Bachelor. Everyone's so vulnerable. I need someone who's vulnerable. I'm vulnerable, but I don't know if my if they're being vulnerable. Um, but anyway, doing these trends, there's like a little bit of a sense of vulnerability and that attracts your people. It's really funny how that works. The more vulnerable you are, the more people will resonate and connect with you. And that doesn't mean you have to like trauma dump on them. Not that type of vulnerability, just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, whether that be recording a voiceover or doing a dance or a, a day in my life, a makeup tutorial, something that pushes you creatively, where you feel kind of like, eh, is this too much? Um, but you do it anyway, and that's how you really connect with people. So I have noticed that I'm leaning more into that. And personally, I've been sharing more of just like my jokes and observations about life. I'm wearing the jewelry, but it's not the main focus. And just like creating one or two minutes that might make people smile. Um, and let me tell you, that laugh react emoji is like the biggest compliment to my soul. I have to remind myself like, okay, Ashley, you're a spiritual person. Don't base your whole existence off how many little laugh emojis you get. But putting myself out there, being vulnerable like that, and then you get a little bit of positive feedback. It's really, it just like keeps the momentum going. Now, as far as crystals, I've been really drawn to crystals that have a strong energy that help you focus and bring in clarity, which makes sense because I spent the whole summer freaking out and panicking. So moonstone, clear quartz, apophyllite are a few of my favorites currently. I also love the calming energy of shells. So I've been making a few different pieces with abalone shell and mother of pearl. I want to do some more pearl pieces, but I'm a little bit apprehensive since so many vendors at the markets that we um, do are currently working with pearls. So I don't want to feel like I'm coming for them or ripping them off. So I'm still a bit undecided. My mom and I are actually going to a small restock gem show this Saturday in Tucson. I just love the gem shows. They are the highlight of my year and I only get to go a few times a year. So I'm really looking forward to it. I have a tight budget this year, so I'm not going to go crazy, but I know I'll at least find a few things and I'll record another episode all about our trip next week. Thank you for tuning in today, especially after this long hiatus. If you found this episode interesting or helpful in any way, please let me know and I'll just keep it going. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode.